0: G'day and welcome to another episode of Thriving in Chaos, with me, Paz. From the top, I just wanted to say a massive thank you to everybody for all the love that they've showed me so far with this new show that I've been putting together. If you can continue to do so via Instagram, at Paz underscore official page, and hit that follow button on Spotify, it'd mean the world. It'll only take you a second, so if you haven't done it, do it now for me. On today's episode, I got the chance to sit down with Jack Breslin. Jack is the face and the owner of The Optimum Collective, so you can jump onto all of his socials at The Optimum Collective and check out everything that he has to offer from personal training sessions all the way through to health and nutrition advice. We got to dive into all things life, health and fitness, mental health, and everything in between. Anyway, that's enough from me, so sit back, plug in, and I'll see you later. So here we go, JJ, today, <laughs> Thriving in Chaos, we are joined by my good friend Jack Breslin, how are you brother? Very well mate, very right, well, mate. excited to be here. Mate, it is very exciting cool. to have you here, now we've known each other for quite a long time. It's uh... Yeah, what is it? It would be... Oh... Six, 20, five years, five years, five years, years. and in that time, we have <laughs> achieved a lot of a lot of many things. We've been around uh, around the the world, really, not necessarily together. We've done our own little adventures, but been in the same place at the same time, doing different shit. But uh, people know about me. Tell people about you. Oh. Who is who is JJ?
1: You always forget about this question, hey? like you every do. every podcast
0: you ever listen to. But the thing to, is, that's is that everybody's starts. favorite topic is themselves. So now it is your turn. Yeah, but no one else's favourite topic but. is me, so... <laughs> For now, my friend. By the end of this, people will be like, tell me shit, more is about this guy? you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, shit. I don't, it's, it's tough, isn't it? when do you start? Um, I don't know. You kind of... You grow up sort of doing sport and shit, and then you get to the uni point after school and that, and college, and everyone sort of either goes to uni and or you don't. So yeah. then it's like, all right, well, what do you do then? Mm-hmm. Uh, So I opted to fuck off and just go traveling for a bit Um, with the help of a good, good friend of mine. Like Mm -hmm. I did the whole, when I was 18, he was like, you should leave. And I was like, oh yeah, well, I'll leave, you know, Mm -hmm. in a few months. And he was like, why the fuck would you do that? Just Mm -hmm. what are you doing? Just go. And then he actually went upstairs, booked a flight. Well, he was looking at flights and he was like, brother, there's a flight here to Oz for like 400 quid.
0: Which obviously to me, 400 quid makes absolutely no sense.
1: Legit, yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) What is the conversion rate? Let's let's just give it a double, do you know what I mean? So it's it's 800 bucks.
0: So obviously people can hear by the accent that you're not born and bred in Australia, at least not in Queensland, maybe from Adelaide, because sometimes Adelaide people sound a little bit like you, (laughs) for some reason, it's a fake accent, but yours is legit, so where are you from?
1: Yeah, cool, so we should probably start there actually, yeah, if we're going right back to basics, yeah. Mate, I want the basics, basics. I'm a basic whiteboard, (laughs) bro. So I'm English, yeah, born and raised English, my old man's very, very Irish, Mm -hmm. Um, so he wouldn't like me much saying that I'm fully English, so yeah. I'm half and half, okay. um, but I was born and raised in England, mm-hmm. um, yeah, in like a place called Surrey, so it's like south of London by about 45 minutes. Mm. And how
0: was that? Did you, because I've always wanted to go to the UK, I've always wanted to go to why is that? The homeland. <laughs> well, my family's from like, well, I'm like a little bit of a mongrel, I've got a little bit of bits and from everywhere, yeah. but like Wales, and I know it's not England, but yeah. you know, it's close enough. Yeah, it's that's You know, a quick trip across Same the pond shit. or the <laughs> border or, <laughs> or wherever the fuck it is. Um, so, what was it like growing up in, in England? What was that like?
1: Yeah, it was good, man. Like, yeah, I, I guess it's tough, isn't it? Like, you look back with, I suppose, rose tinted glasses, hey, but yeah. like, it was, there was, you can't, can't knock it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was a good time. Um, we, I don't know, it's, I guess, it's hard to sort of put a finger on kind of what we did. I guess it must have been very similar to here. You grow up, you go to school, you play sports. I'd
0: say that it's similar. The only difference is that like during summertime, I melted as a child. And yeah, um, but during wintertime, yeah, it was kind of cold, yeah. but it wasn't that cold. Like it rains seemingly all the time over there. Yeah, is it cold? Is it, it hot?
1: It does rain a lot. Um, but again, when you look back about it and you think, mm. especially when you look back at your childhood, yeah. like growing up and that, you still, all you remember is the time you went to the beach with yeah, your true. granddad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's still, when you think back, like, it's hot. I guess it's only hot for, like, six to eight weeks.
0: <laughs> six to eight weeks? Out of push. Do you oh know what I mean?
1: Oh, my Lord. So, um, yeah, it's miserable from about October through to, like, April.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I always remember it being, like, really hot mm. for, like, two weeks in April. And you're like, fucking, let's go. Summer's yeah. here. Yeah. And then your summer months that are going to be June, July, August.
0: And then you've got SBF 80 to That's make just sure to that make your pasty sure. pong <laughs> yeah, skin yeah. doesn't burn. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, you guys all need a sponsorship from Banana Boat. Yeah, 100%. Like but, uh, yeah. And, but see, when I think of beaches in the uk i think of that mr bean episode where it's just rocks <laughs> and one blind dude and he's trying to put his pants on
1: everyone always says that to me hey yeah. everyone always says that we'll yeah. be stood like we'll be stood at bluff bar or something yeah. like having a coffee in the morning and yeah. tell me, like every time i'm with someone they're like why would you ever want to go home it's like what I didn't bring that up. Fuck you. (laughs) But, (laughs) like, they always say that everyone's like, yeah, but the beaches are just pebbles and Mm. shit, right? It's like, well, no, to be fair, like, if you go to Bournemouth, you go to Swanage, all the beaches I went to, yes, don't get me wrong, there's a handful of them for sure. Uh, But just don't go to those ones. Do you know what I mean? That's fair. Go to the sandy ones, man. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, on the one day that it is sunny out of the 365 days in a year, every farmer and their mum is at the fucking beach. So, Mm. like, find a spot to sit down. Because you ain't going (laughs) to...
0: And the good thing is, is that there's no such thing as a whinging pom. So I can imagine that you guys wouldn't complain about how many people are there. (laughs) You
1: could walk past 12 families and you'd hear the old man man be like, for fuck's sake, there's nowhere to fucking sit.
0: (laughs) Oh man, I tell you what though—it's uh the apple doesn't fall far from the tree for Aussies though. Because yeah. my dad is exactly <laughs> the same thing. Nah, nobody. There's no car parks here. Fuck, we're not, fuck we're is... not fucking going. <laughs> I Mind
1: can you, tell
0: my, you, my dad doesn't swear. So if I heard that come out of his mouth, You'd I'd be, be like, like what what are right? are <laughs> hey, The old on. boy is mad. <laughs> He's pissed.
1: <laughs> so, I can say the one good thing is because there's only one day of sun when yeah. it is off. People yep. fucking like vibes are high. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I can imagine. Tops are off, beers in the park. Yeah, do you we, know what I mean? It's just a fucking good time. Yeah. Because it's so, rare.
0: <laughs> so that, um, so now we, the UK is obviously where born, bred, love that. School, college, you touched on sport. Now, what is it that you are doing at the moment? What is it? Because the sport thing leads into, I guess, kind of on a long journey to get to where you are now. Tell people what you do at the moment
1: right now i i work as a salesman mm-hmm. in one aspect of my life but the big part of what i am trying to do is build um i guess a fitness business yep. is is kind of the plan mm-hmm. currently yep. um so right now uh, in short that's what I'm doing. I'm yep. building a uh, personal training online fitness coaching. A fitness
0: empire is what you're trying to this, say. So
1: this is, but this is the argument of how, how, di- how deep down that rabbit hole do you want to go right yeah. now? Yeah. Um, it is a personal training online coaching mm-hmm. fitness platform.
0: Yeah. The Optimum Collective, which I'm wearing one of your shirts is, right now. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, very yeah. comfortable. Crazy, I, crazy As I plug. might say, it looks quite good on Thank me. you, sir. It does look yeah. excellent. So if you want, um, like, what can people get from you?
1: Personal training plans. You can get oh shit! You can get personal training in person if yep. you want. If you live around me, you can get online fitness fitness coaching, and you know we can chat about nutrition if you want to do that. Uh, you can buy a T-shirt off me if you want. Yeah. Soon is coming a podcast for myself as well, which you will obviously feature on. Of course, because who top. wouldn't
0: want this voice? It's <laughs> yes. very sexy. But that's uh, but that's good though. Like, and I guess these. The chats that I've already had on my podcast have been listening to people's stories from where they've started from, you being the UK. I've had uh, one of my other friends, Luke, who's from New Zealand, and there's lots of other people that, um, that I've been speaking to as well. And everybody has their own story to get them yeah. to where they are now. Yeah. And it goes with the title of my podcast being Thriving in Chaos. The world is chaotic sometimes, and it throws absolute fucking curveballs at you. Shit, yeah. And so now you <clears throat> being... Uh, a pommy but living in australia Mm -hmm. and you touched on it a little bit before of just saying fuck it buy the tickets Mm. and off we go obviously you put down something when you were in the uk whether that was just finishing school or whatever Mm -hmm. where did you go where was the first stop to get you to the long journey to where you are now
1: the first would have been like i said benny boy my mate just being like here's a there's a flight in three weeks' time. I think mm-hmm. you should just take that one. Yep. So, and go. so, yeah, Right. sweet, fuck it. So then I went home, booked it, um, and then obviously you had to get your visa. The visa yeah. comes in proper quick, and yep. then flew straight to Manly. Yep. Um, fortunate enough that my old man had a very good friend who lived in Manly, so yeah. it, it does uh, – it makes it that much easier because – he picked me up, I stayed in his house. Do yeah, you know what of mean? Course. You get over the jet lag in someone else's gaff, which is yeah. mint. Um, I, uh, excuse me. Um, then, yes, yeah, st- chilled in Manly for a bit and used it as kind of like a little... I was there for like a week, used it as a little base and then was like, sweet, there's a hostel here and then sort of... And then you just do the whole fucking thing, right? Like, mm. just do... I think I had a mate who was in Melbourne, so we, I flew... Down to Melbourne, excuse me again, Pepsi Max, that bruh. Which
0: Pepsi Max, if you're looking for a podcast sponsor,
1: (laughs) I would love it. (laughs) I consume, plug it baby. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Yeah,
0: sorry, keep going.
1: And then, yeah, so I had a mate in Melbourne, Mm -hmm. flew down to Melbourne and he was like, we're going to drive from Melbourne to Perth? If yep. you want to come, it's like yep. you're fucking
0: sweet. That's a big drive.
1: It was a big drive. It was yeah, a good across drive. The across the Nullarbor. Across the Nullarbor, man. Yeah, yeah, good. It was sick. It That's was... a long straight road, brother. Oh, mother. bruh. It's a, lo- a long time of sitting going straight. Mm. Uh, but it was sick, man. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, it's one of those things, hey, like when you, because I think when you first move out here, you can kind of get caught up in the whole, I don't know, getting pierced and. Mm. I don't know you could stay in Sydney for ages and just party or whatever this yep. that and the other, and I think you forget that the whole point of getting on a plane and going out and doing shit like this is to go and experience, like mm. what the country has to offer. And yep. there's nothing much more Australian than the desert and yeah. the, the sky, man. Like at night and shit, like yep. the stars it's beautiful and that. And hey. like, it's a yeah. different world out yeah, there. Yeah, it's nuts. It's it's like different. kangaroos around your tent and shit. Yep. Like it's, it was really cool. So yeah. then we flew, um, yeah, drove to Perth. Sorry. Then I flew from Perth to Cairns and then came down the East Coast, mm-hmm. classic. Um, then I stopped and lived in Bondi for like six months, yep. which was a weird time. It was a weird time because you'd expect that to be like loose, but we worked like 14, 15 hours a day, six days a week. So yeah. it was like well, we doing? door-to-door sales Us. <laughs> was not good at it.
0: Man, yeah, I tell you 100% what, I'm actually as I'm well. trying to get one of those signs that says please no, no fucking door knocked. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, I yeah. like I respect no that like so when they come me. and knock on the door and they're just like, you know, oh, we're here to save the kids or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> you know, like, and I respect the fact that they're out there. And, like, let's be honest, people are just saying no, slamming the door in mm. their face. Mm. But I don't, I never know whether or not to let them finish their pitch. Yeah, yeah. What's the nice just be thing, like, thing to do? Look, do you man, yeah, yeah, I yeah. really appreciate your time. I appreciate yeah. what you're trying to do. Yeah. But fuck off. You know what I mean? I think, I think,
1: yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. It's tough because it's like, What's the nice thing to do? Do you mm. do you let them down easy, or do yeah. you do you, do you rip the band out? Because
0: if it's some, I won't disclose what they are. When those types of people mm. come and knock on my door, <laughs> I don't want to hear that's it. It's a very easy. I uh, don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'll burn. I've got for your that leaflets. One. Yeah. No, mate. Take your leaflets. Keep and them. Fuck off. Keep them. So, uh, so wandering around door-to-door salesman obviously just kind of just making the money so that you can keep on living i was making any money bro. no
1: money 100 percent commission i was oh, making no, no money that's i'd maybe uh, uh, i don't know like a good uh, a reasonable day where you got to it's just you got to ring the bell which is like yeah. a which is like kind of like the minimum standard of sales or yeah. for the day would be three yeah. you get to ring the gong at six yeah I'd probably get three a week maybe yeah, okay. or like four a
0: week. Do you know what I mean? I tell you what though, three a week of door-to-door sales is pretty good. Um, you am not know going to lie. Let's go. I remember one of Builds the very muscle, first jobs that I had when I moved to the Sunshine Coast straight out of school. So I was fresh baby face, 17, moved to the Sunny Coast and I was like, fuck, I need a job. So I went and I applied to this, um, it was a call center in Maroochydore yeah. and I walked in and it was exactly what I thought it was going <laughs> to be um, and they just... Literally probably 20 desks Mm. with three phones on each of people just – and all you did was pick the phone up, push the hash key, Mm. and it would cold call somebody. Wow. Yeah, and I had a script and everything. Like, you know, Follow. I was trying to sell holidays. And when you're trying to sell a holiday to people in like, I don't know – In a holiday destination. In a holiday destination, (laughs) but to go somewhere else uh, for, you know, a couple hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah. People did not want to hear it. And so I went in there, you know, like just absolute full of myself being like, fuck yeah, I can sell iced Eskimos, mate. No worries. All good. I quit the next day. (laughs) I I did one full day and I was like, I am out of here. I spoke to one person at the very end of the day and I was so over it because if you <laughs> picked the phone up and you weren't on the call long enough, there was this lady sitting at the very front behind her own computer who was tracking how long you were on calls for. Yeah, yeah. So if it wasn't for long enough they'd uh you know, push something out of the push push the monitor out of the way and just be like Aaron, you need to be on the calls for longer <laughs> well, I can't help it if people are just like <laughs> oh, I'm will be, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um And by the end of it, I was on a call to somebody and I sounded so defeated for the end of the day. And the dude, I remember, he let me finish my sales pitch and he just said to me, do you really enjoy what you're doing? (laughs) And my reply was, you know what, mate, I really don't. (laughs) I really don't like this. And then I handed him my resignation the same day that I got hired. Uh, so full credit to you for, uh, for doing that for, you know, some time. Because I credit. couldn't hack it, brother. Um, so the, where, was it, where, was, where was it after that? So Bondi, where'd you go after that?
1: Um, and then, well, then the Lions was on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after much um, convincing, some of the boys from home came out and watched yeah. the Lions. Um which was mint and yeah. then we then flew to uh flew to singapore Yep. Yeah. got the train up through singapore into thailand did a bit of cambodia um and the boys left and i sort of hung around thailand kind of thinking oh do i want to stay blah 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 Then mm-hmm. like fully ran out of money like mm-hmm. like no cash yeah and i was like fuck Maybe I should ring someone and see if they can get me a flight back to England.
0: Otherwise, I, I'm going to have to put, start, start putting makeup on in time yeah, Legit,
1: <laughs> Legit, legit. Um, so I ended up getting a flight back to England, which, mm-hmm. to be honest, man, like, that was about roughly a year later. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, back then when you kind of like, you would just been and you're done, you I guess you call it a gap year at the time, right? And you fly back, and you're like, you get to tell your story, you see all your mates, and you're like, oh yeah, fucking sick. Yeah. And kind of the first couple of weeks, sick. Yeah. Like it was great. You get to go home. I think it was like near sort of like the end of summer or just out the back end of summer. So Mm -hmm. it's still kind of hot. Like you still everyone's still doing fun shit. Yeah, of course. Um, and then I think two, maybe three weeks went by, and I was like oh i've got to get the fuck out of here now Mm -hmm. hey um so just kind of started looking around and obviously i did well not obviously no one knows who i am but i used to be a wakeboard instructor when i was like 16 for like three years or whatever Mm -hmm. um and when we were kids my dad used to take us on holidays to greece where you could obviously there's there's water sports everywhere in greece right so um me and a mate were like sweet should we should we try and get a job out there Mm. out in Greece or whatever so I applied for a job and then obviously with whatever qualifications I had they were like yeah sweet mate you can start I think it was like a month later or some shit and they flew you out Mm -hmm. sort of put you up feed you don't get me wrong it's not, there was no glamour in it at all but
0: um, Here's some rice and yeah yeah literally a just, just a
1: boatload of carbs bro yeah. just fucking have some of that how good um so yeah i flew out my mate unfortunately didn't get the job yep. um so got on a plane flew out um and there would have been so it was a, it was a summer season right so there would have been i think maybe 20 of us to start with mm-hmm to do the kind of setup of the whole thing. You set up the beach, get the boats out, yep. clean everything up. And, um, you kind of stay sort of like just off side of the resort. Um, and obviously being, what uh, uh, would I have been 19 at the time? Mm. Maybe. Danger, maybe danger, 20. Danger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was, Fucking loose. Yeah. But yeah, you'd, you'd work six days a week. You yeah. work 14-hour days, but you're on a beach, right? Yeah. You're just driving a boat up down like the beach. Like, yeah, it was yeah. mad, just with cool people and yeah. just having a mad time. But then you'd go out every single night. A tiny little Greek town. Um. So, you know, the I think it was the, the, the actual town was a 20-minute walk from where we stayed. So mm-hmm. we just did that every single night, got to know the bartenders and that, which was just mad. And then, yeah, so then we were there for about seven or eight months, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. um and then the same company did winter seasons as well so there's me going out to Greece preparing to go and do a sports science degree at uni at, in yeah. that following September and like a couple of months in everyone's going we're going to do winter season you come in and I was like oh nah, like, I've got to go to uni man yeah i got no that was the one thing living here actually I realized I had no when I was trying to find a job I had no qualifications yeah. or anything like yeah no one in the world knows what wakeboarding is, let alone who what a wakeboard coach is. That doesn't get your shit. Yeah. So I was like, I need a qualification or saying, you know, in my stupid dumb mind, like, oh, I need to go to. You need to be someone. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as the sort of weeks progressed, and the more fun you have, and the better friends you come with these people in Greece, and that, eventually, I was like, ah, fuck the uni thing off. We're just gonna go to France. So then. We flew from, there was a group of us actually, we got quite lucky because they usually, they got resorts all over the place, right? And all over the Alps. So they can Mm. just kind of dish you wherever the fuck they want. Mm. And um, me and one of the other guys was like, we'll go, but we're going together.
0: Mm. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And they were like, where do you want to go? And we were like, do we get a choice from where we want to go? they were like, you two. (laughs) If you're going to go together, you don't get to fucking choose.
0: <laughs> um, your choices together. Choice, yeah, 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 or
1: where, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so we actually managed to sort of, like, craft a whole crew of us to go. They, they sent us to this kind of, like, definitely wasn't a party one, but we made the best of it, to be fair. But, yeah, so we would have gone from Greece back home. We went home for, it was like six days, or something. Yep. Swap your clothes over, and then you fly out to France. hmm And then the winter season takes off from there, and it was just... Just sick. That's where I first learned to snowboard and that. Yeah. Real good time. That was in a place called La Plan um, in the French Alps. So that was what five or six months long. Um, and then obviously the question sort of comes around because you could then do seasons forever, really. Yeah. Because then course. you're in the system, right? Yeah. You can just do it. Um, but then the question for me was because I wakeboard instructed already back in the UK. Yeah. Obviously, when when we were in Greece and that, they paid us like fifty quid a week. Yeah. You know what I mean, like because they're like, oh, we flew you out, you got your board, you got your food, blah, 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 Mm. is 50 quid a week. So you got paid, I think it was like, what is that? That's like 200 quid Mm. a month in your bank account. That's not much. Not a lot of money. So you're buying ciggies for like four euros. (laughs) You're buying like bottles of wine for like three euros from the local shop next door. Yeah, And that's what you're living off. Do you know what I mean? Um, By France, I think it was like, 70 quid a week so we yeah. was moving up in the world look out the <laughs> and, boss
0: man's on the way yeah up. I mean. yeah yeah
1: um and then it was so obviously the summer coming back round it was like okay cool well do i do i go home and do the same thing yes it's not going to be nice weather and we're not going to party as much but i'm going to make literally four times the cash yeah and it was a cool it was a cool place to be i've been there since i was like 16 or whatever yeah so then i kind of did this thing where i went back made a bit of money over the summer in the wakeboarding and then went back out to France in the winter. So I went, when I left the first time in France, went back to the UK for six months. Yep. then Went back to France for six months and we went to a different place that was absolutely sick and then went back to the UK for six months and then I went back to France for six months. Then back to the UK for six months and then flew to Canada. Yeah, sick. Um, and then the rest of the rest was history after that stayed there and
0: then canada was just a completely different beast hey it's just probably probably the favorite time of my
1: life i'd mm -hmm. say like if in in sort of hindsight i suppose like
0: yeah, it was, it was a good time. Because that's where uh, you and I met each other. We Indeed. met each other in good old Whist-Australia or yeah. Whistler, as <laughs> Canadians know it as. Um, and which if you haven't ever been to Canada for one or Whistler, you have to go. It is worth every penny. And Absolutely. We just kind of met by, by chance, really. Like we knew people who knew people and then... Um,
1: I think it was, it's one of those places where... Obviously, it takes a certain person to want to go there in the first yeah, place, course, right? Yeah. So by the time you land there, your level of compatibility with the people around you is already higher mm. than it, yeah. most other places, right? You're all there for the same shit, right? Yeah. Everyone's got a snowboard, party, have fun, meet people, enjoy yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I think you then you get, which means I feel like most people, you'd, you'd be fine mm. with whoever you meet, but I think... Yeah. You then get lucky with finding a world inside a world yeah, where you absolutely. then get to create these um, memories, friendships, families. Mm. Do you know what I mean? With yeah. what you have purely through having the experiences that you mm. have and the fun times that you have. And,
0: and especially because a lot of people go over there with this kind of two, what I find two. Two avenues of approach with it. It's mm. either I'm going there for a short time mm. and just a good time, mm. or I'm going there for a good time and a long time. And I, I feel
1: like you, a lot of people start with the first. Yep. And then before you know it, you're like, I want to stay, ain't stay here. i go fucking
0: going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, uh, it's one of those places where exactly like you touched on, you fall into these very, like just beautiful friendships with people who have come from all different walks of life, all meeting in one place for some people who have gone out like yourself gone out and lived and been other places and then some people like me, like when I went there, I had kind of just been in Australia, like mm. kind of just coddled myself around the comfortability of Australia and what everything that it I right, travelled around, mm. but never internationally. And mm. so when I landed over there, one, I'd never seen snow. That was phenomenal to see. Mm. But two, just being surrounded by a bunch of people who were all there for the same 100%. thing was amazing. And and just the type of person, like the type of person who's willing to
1: put themselves out of their comfort zone for, you know, a brief period to then reap the rewards massively yeah. in the experiences. You because get, you everybody
0: know I mean? is there for the same thing. Mm. You get to know the bartender you Mm. get to know the bouncer Mm. who you were the bartender and i was the bouncer (laughs) and then before you know it your nights out on the piss are very very easy because i'm getting cheap drinks you're getting free entry (laughs) and i'm skipping gears and oh it was just and it was dangerous for the health Mm. but fantastic for the uh for the memories absolutely so when when you got to canada um, because you were, you were in Canada for probably, what, the longest amount of constant time, right? You Like as far as... Like in respect to
1: my... For
0: your travelling and yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, what made you What made you want to kind of stay there? Was it what we were just talking about with the friendships or was it that you saw yourself starting to want to maybe settle down because we were kind of... How old were we when we were there at the same time, like 20... Four. I think I got,
1: yeah, I got there at 23. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Left so I was it. there probably a year after you had already been there yeah. for a year. Yeah. Um, so did you think that you wanted to stay there long term, like it was, permanent residency, or not really? It or? was a
1: funny one, really, because um, you at the time I didn't. Really, I, don't, I don't. I've I've got to be honest. I've never really thought long term. Yeah. To be honest, I've always just done. Like, oh, this is the next thing. This is the next thing. This Mm -hmm. is something I've sort of shifted into over the last, uh, I'd say, maybe six months or so. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But prior to that, it was just, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Or like, just sort of living for whatever the moment was at the time. So I think the fact that when I got there, so you get the two years, right? Mm -hmm. On that visa, if you get your IEC visa, you get your two years. The thing is, the issue is the first year, ultimately sick, but it takes you a year to kind of like
0: really set yourself up. Do you know what I mean? It's a couple of
1: months in there trying to find your feet. Then obviously once you found your feet, you're kind of at the bottom of every single ladder you could be at. Once you get a job, you're like shit kicking everything. Yeah. So then you've got to work up through that. There's mm. your five or six months there. You, that's your best past a year, part of a year already, mm. right? Then after that, it's like, okay, cool. Now I can actually kind of find somewhere decent to live yeah. because obviously that's tough as well with the housing mm. crisis and all that shit. So then let's just arguably, that that's, there's one year already, right? Yeah. Then you're thriving. Mm. You're fucking living the dream. Yeah. You've got one year left. Like, shit. I didn't know at that point yeah. that I was going to have the sickest time. The first couple of months, I was like, I don't know if I made a good decision here. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. So then you get to the point where it's like, all oh, right, sweet, we've done a year. Now it's like, fuck, this is sick. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know, man. Like, there's still a massive world out there for me to see. Mm. PR is like commitment yeah. as a whole. Like, I maybe want to go back to Oz or, you know, New Zealand or Japan. There's, mm-hmm. there's so many other places to go. Yeah so it was kind of like I didn't and it was a lot of work a lot of money as well to do the PR thing I was fortunate enough that I have two passports and over there you can apply for two visas on two different passports so I got to do another two-year visa on my second passport Mm -hmm. which was mad shout out to John Boy for coming down to the border with me and shit that was you have to do like a they call it a flagpole walk or something just to oh, yeah. like re-stamp and get your new visa and really it, yeah it was nuts like yeah. you drive down to the border get yeah. out your moat or you like walk across it they stamp you out and you literally walk past walk around this like flagpole walk back and you're back in Canada That is yeah, wild. That, yeah. um, wow. and it's like literally just like a thumbnail like I can't even remember the place but like off the like there's a, a point mm. in uh, at the end of Canada but like just the point of it is technically the U.S. Wow. So you literally, like, leave Canada, walk around that flagpole, you walk back in, you're back in Canada, it's weird, and then they can stamp you in and give you a new visa. <laughs> Proper jokes. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: I did not know about that.
1: Yeah. So um, Johnny came down for the trip with me to do that because I think yeah. he'd done it prior as well, so yep. we'd done.
0: Okay.
1: And then... Um, shout out, John Boy. Um,
0: <laughs> on you, Johnny.
1: On your John. Um, yeah, so then got the second two-year visa. Yep. Um, and then... Yes, this back to circling back to your question of do you settle down like that? Th- that third winner was a bit different because, as I said before, you sort of climb the ladder of whatever job you're sort of working in. Yeah. The money gets better, and then you've done the party scene. So kind of like you don't stop, mm. right? But it kind of takes a bit of a backseat because you, you I guess your priorities shift a little bit. Yeah. It's like right, how do I, how do I make this work? How do I save a bit more money? Um, you know, you're you're you know your time shifts as well so you're kind of like working different hours and stuff like that if you're lucky enough you get to work more days and um so then it was kind of got to more of a point where it was like all right sweet but i don't want to cook myself quite as much anymore how do i make this a little bit more sustainable Mm -hmm. um and then that's when the idea comes that maybe you could stay for a bit yeah but then it's also there's still a big world so Mm -hmm. i'm not entirely sure yeah um, and it's also
0: a, a part of that is the people that you're there with. Mm, they might absolutely. not be on that same journey. Absolutely. They might be more of like a no, nah, like I'll, I'll do my two years and I'm going to go home. Yeah. And then you form that attachment to those people, and that's what makes that place good. Because ultimately, doesn't matter where you are in the world, whether you're you know a, a homebody and stay in your local town, or you do go internationally, where you stay for the long term, however many years or months that is, whatever it's the people that are there that's 100%. what makes the home a home 100%. you know so 100% um, and when people start to leave and you saw it all the time in whistler as soon as like your mates are leaving you you feel like that little bit of a little bit of a hole mm. start to form mm. and you're just like it's a tough one isn't mm. it because it's
1: like a obviously the place itself recycles legends yep. like that's again a certain type of person goes so like yep. there are people that were there like you, for instance, right? You come a year later. Yeah. There's no marker in my mind that says he was there a year later. Yeah. In my brain, you were there the whole time. Yeah. Do you know what I right. mean? Yep. So it's like you can click with some people like instantly. Yeah. And then before you know it, you're like, how, the, how, like, and then you're trying to talk about people from before and they're like, I never met that person. You're like, what do you mean you never met that yeah, person? <laughs> exactly. So, but yes, you're absolutely right. When, because you form such incredible, incredibly deep, sort of mm. relationships with people when people start to leave you're like shit like that kind of hurts a little bit you know mm. what I mean and then yeah. I guess it kind of makes you think oh I don't know have I, have I outstayed you know have I mm. done enough now yeah. should I go obviously for us um, we were eliminated that decision because mm. of what COVID come around yeah, you know what I mean right. and then yeah. um, the decision was somewhat taken out of our hands but again everything happens for a reason right? Like,
0: yeah, absolutely, and I, I loved my time when I was in Whistler and I was definitely already starting to try and kind of come, because I'd been in that party scene. It was much, wasn't it? It was a It was a great time, <laughs> but, man, it was a lot, you yeah. know, like, because like I was the head bouncer of a nightclub mm-hmm. and you guys would all come in loving everything that was going on. And then I would finish work at three in the morning or a little bit later, yeah. and you guys would still be going. And then you'd be like, "Paz, what are you saying? Come, come to us." What and then I'd saying? get there, and then I'm like, "Well, I have to. I've, I've just to been catch sober. Up, I've yeah. been sober for the last eight hours. So, somebody give me something, something to get to, get you to, to your, to your level." Yeah. and um, and it was that rinse repeat cycle that yeah. was just so fun didn't matter what day of the week it was didn't like, matter it yeah, could be yeah. like in australia it's you know friday saturday sometimes a sunday mm. depending or, where you are geographically you are. i suppose Yeah. and but over there it was it could be a tuesday mm. whenever mm. and it was somebody had something on mm. and because that, that that's what the party yeah town was could for. It be 10 a.m yeah exactly could it be 2 right. a.m You couldn't <laughs> The possibilities were endless. Legitimately um, endless, yeah. But did you, once you kind of, the decision, like you said, was made for us to get out of there, we mm. had to. Um, and did you feel like that was, because as soon as decisions are made for you, yeah, it can sometimes throw you into a bit of a whirlwind. Absolutely. As to like, what the fuck do I do yeah. now? I thought I had Yeah. this sorted out. Yeah. I was going here, had that yeah. goal in mind. What was the wor- What was that whirlwind for you, and how did you kind of find your feet?
1: I think it was a long road for me. Yep. To be completely honest, I think, um, <clears throat> in hindsight, looking back, you can you can view it in two ways, right? You can do you view it in the well, the decision was made for me. Therefore, it's the universe telling me something. Do you yep. know what I mean? Like, it's out of my hands. Yep. Rule number one: if it's out of your hands crack on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing there's no two ways about it really. Um I think you can also obviously you can look at it and be like, wasn't my decision. Mm. I don't want to do this, blah blah blah. But like where the fuck's that gonna get you? Do you know what I mean? Now then that's easy for me to say looking back Mm. um because I think I was very much um I was very much the latter. Mm. Do you know what I mean? When when I was back there, I think Firstly, I think COVID rocked me a little bit more than I necessarily gave it credit. Um, I guess coming from that world of just constant social stimulation, Mm. always going out, meeting new people. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, I wasn't, you know, not an energizer bunny, like I I needed my my breaks. But then when that was completely stripped away, I think it kind of makes you, it forces you into this, well, especially going from France, Greece, Canada, like always around loads of people, mm. always doing fun shit, always this, that, and the yeah, other, it's always going on. And then suddenly for that to just stop. Yeah. I think at the time it was kind of like, I don't know, we, we John and I lived together all through the whole COVID thing because obviously um, that was how it panned out. And we had a sick time. Like I, he, he's just, we were just on a wavelength. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. working and everyone who was still there, we we made it work with what we could because obviously yeah. you're just in those uncertain times anyway. Mm. Um, but then it was sort of like, you know, you do you do what you can, you have a good time and then it was then coming over here where it was like, okay, cool. I've made it over here now. I'm... In my, you know, mid to late 20s. Yeah. The, I'm, I'm in the back end of my 20s. Mm. I'm on the back nine, if you will. I'm now, I'm no longer in around loads of people. Mm. I'm now not in a crazy, crazy social situation. Um, I couldn't work for a good nine or 10 months because I was waiting on my visa to come through. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, there was a mix there of, what do I do? Yep. Who am I? What's my purpose? Why get up in the morning? Mm. You know what I mean. So it was kind of like it was a it was a big and like you know nine or ten months is is a reasonably long time. Yeah. To sit and to sit and and, and not know what's going on either. Yeah. Like I didn't know any of this stuff. This mm-hmm. is me again looking back. But ultimately, I was. I was a bloke in my mid to late 20s with no purpose and I was completely lost. Mm. I, was no, I, I was now no longer the bloke who I used to be, be or who I thought I was. And now it's like, fuck.
0: And that was... Uh, we talked about this uh, just, uh, just earlier was... Blokes have this, this desire, this need to have a purpose in life, to have a drive Mm. and to have a target to aim for. And it it can be ages away and there can be multiple different steps that you have to take left, right, forward, back, whatever. But ultimately you need something in front of you. And like you were saying, when you're forced to just have a blank screen in front of you Mm. and just be like, well, you can't do anything right now, Mm. You just spin your wheels and you're just like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? What's the saying?
1: It's um, a man with a why can bear almost any how. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have something, and this is this is one thing I found with the business as well, is that like I don't even give a fuck if it works or not. Yep. Do you know what I mean? But I get to get, in, get into something, get mm-hmm. my hands dirty and build something for myself. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what else is going on mm. because I get to do. I get to wake up and do this, and obviously, like, there's your mindset shift as a whole. Yeah, I get to get up. I get to do this, and there's there's a direction at which I'm going in. Mm-hmm. I think as a bloke, if you're just floating around, you're just there's no. If you're not moving forwards, you're you're dying. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So oh, absolutely. Super. And you don't important. have to be
0: moving forward quickly no. either. That's Just what I think sometimes and I have struggled with this personally is that sometimes I feel like I have to be Usain Bolt off the mm. off the starting blocks, mm. you know, like I have to be, if I'm not running a hundred meters in 10 seconds, then I'm a failure. And I think
1: that's, and that stems from the society today and in the instant gratification yeah. of everything, right? Yeah. We have Instagram on our phones, right? So like, or oh, this eight week challenge got me to this point. That shit doesn't happen overnight. Mm. Oh, I don't like my food. I'm going to go on Uber Eats and get some more. Yeah. Oh, I don't like this bloke. I don't like this chick. Let's just jump on Tinder and we'll find a new one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Everyone is so um, programmed to think that, that struggle and difficulty is give up because yeah. it's bad. Yeah. The struggle and the difficulty is literally... The one thing I've learned recently, well, not recently, but sort of over the years, is whenever something really shit happens, mm-hmm. you can look at it two ways, and you can you can sit in it and you can wallow in it, and you can be like, "Oh, this is crap," yep, and you'll fucking stay in the mud. Mm. Or you can look at it, you can wallow in it for a couple of days, then you dust yourself off and you fucking crack on, yeah. And then the next thing that usually happens is fucking mint, yep. Like nine times out of ten, and this circles back to when something's taken away from you, it's it's all right, sweet. Well, there's two ways I can look at this. I can look at it and sulk, or I can use it as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Because, as as Kobe says, as Hormozy says, like there is no failure. Yep. Right. The world's gonna throw shit at you either way, and the way that you perceive that, and the thing, the, the next thing you do after that is literally how it works that's what has happened to you right if Mm. you sit there and you're like this is fucking shit I can't believe this has happened it's gonna be shit but if you look at this and you go well that was fucking rubbish what can I get from this how can I use it to level up on whatever the next fucking stage is Mm. and if you can view bad shit in that light there's not there's not gonna be any stopping you
0: and I think one of the things that you just touched on then that is an important factor for Um, for anybody that's going through the shit at the moment is Mm. when you said that it's okay to wallow in it for Mm. a little while. You have to. You you have to. Because if you go, well, that's shit and I don't want to deal with that. Mm. You know, that's Mm. whatever's happened, whether it's a loss of job, loss of friend, family member, Mm -hmm. relationship, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. If you just go, fuck it, whatever, next one. Yeah. All you're doing is you're just putting a little Band-Aid over an enormous crack that is going to eventually split wide open and you will disintegrate as a person because you haven't ever either wanted to, learnt how to, Mm. or wanted to grab what it is that's in front of you, Mm. look it dead in the eye and go, this fucking sucks. But exactly what you said, but what can I learn from this? How can I now move that to the side? Mm -hmm put it in my use it Fuck put it exactly it. put it use in it. the Stand arsenal of tools that yeah. I have 100% to be able to go well you know what this struggle that I felt right now yeah i might come up against something later on down in life yeah. that i can revert back to this and go mm-hmm. it's either one not as hard as that Yes. or two it is just as hard as that and this is last how time. i got through yeah and it's funny that you said like You know, you were in your mid to late 20s and you had to feel like we were, you had to start again. And I feel like people are almost afraid of that. Mm. They're almost afraid to hit that refresh button. So they stay in the shit. Yeah. They stay in a job for too long Mm. that they don't like. They stay in a relationship. Yeah. That, and this is the relationship side of it is tricky because it's not like, you know, well, I don't really enjoy this anymore. Fuck it. Yeah. It's like, it's when you have worked yourself to the bone Mm. in, Every element that you can go, I put everything that I had into that to being able to fix it, to being able to make it the very best and it still is not creating the path for me in a good light. Yeah. Now I have to move on. Yeah, yeah. And that... But you got. You really got to try first. Absolutely, you've got to put think, the got to uh, put the work in. Otherwise, you'll just be like, "Oh, did I really try that hard?"
1: And I think that's the issue we have these days: is that people don't put the work in. You don't absolutely. try hard enough. You think you have, you do. Mm. So then you're like, "Well, all right. Well, I tried." Yeah. It sucked. So, did you? Mm.
0: Did you? Yeah. Did you really? And or did you give up too soon? Yeah. Exactly. You know, did you? Did you really? tried the very hardest that you could or did you just quit. And so now for you, like you've been in Oz now for a couple of years, part like you know, post um, you know, COVID times, post Whistler, mm. you're sorting yourself out now yeah. with um, the Optimum Collective as well as your yeah. sales job. And yeah. you know, like the struggle doesn't stop though. You know, oh, like fuck and that. now that you've got all of these these <laughs> things in front of you that are that are hopeful. Yeah and you look at the harder times and you mm. go well you know this is teaching me to be able to do this mm-hmm. what's something that you're still battling with that you that you are still trying to get through the shit
1: yeah um i think we well, i think if if we circle back first to like this stuff came out of like i guess the lowest point i've been mm knowingly um, everything then literally everything then came from that like mm. I then started with with a little bit of help from other people it was like maybe you should do this and it was like fuck like because these things especially with the business right that sat on my desk for fucking ages mm. like so long and I was sulking like at work right and I was sulking being like you know because I kind of wear me. Me heart on my sleeve, to my own detriment. Let's be fair, but it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was really struggling in like in this kind of, I guess, wanting more from myself. Do you know what I mean, expecting so much from myself, and I was sitting in this position and was like, "What are you doing?" Then I got furious at myself because this, I had this business like idea, which you know, isn't difficult. There's thousands millions i guess loads of people just doing it already mm-hmm. like i'm not fucking reinventing the wheel in any way like just yeah. fucking get up and crack on and i just wasn't i just i wasn't giving it time wasn't giving it energy and then i was like i was doing the whole like you know not expecting results but being pissed off that i didn't have anything mm-hmm. And i wasn't putting a work in yeah. And it was like what are you doing so mm-hmm. i kind of just was in this fucking cycle of just like expecting a hundred percent
0: of the result ten yeah. percent of the effort. Yeah. yeah
1: and just and then being furious at myself for not fucking doing it mm. so it was this kind of like vicious cycle and one day the boss pulled me aside at work and he was like what's the matter mm. like is it is it the job is it us blah 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 and I was like no, absolutely not like, I yeah. love the people I love doing what I do um but i think this is my problem is that i've had this sitting on a shelf for so long and i just fucking i haven't done anything about it and i'm making excuses
0: Mm.
1: and he was like well why don't you take mondays off you know obviously you take less money but you take the monday off if you can if you can then spend a day doing that see if you can move the needle a little bit and then hopefully the four days that you come in here you'll work Mm more efficiently, yeah. or at least you'll, you know, you'll turn up and you'll be all right and you won't be sulky and this, that, and the other. So I went away for the weekend and was like, obviously money. And that's the whole kind of like the security of, you know, obviously you just getting by on whatever money you're on anyway. Yeah. So it's like, oh shit, to so then take a cut of that. It's like, mm. fuck. So it was the classic kind of take a small step back to take a massive step forward. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, the best, like, if he hadn't come to me and had that conversation yeah um yes, I mean one thing I've realized about myself is like eventually i'll get i I'll, I'll get to it, mm. but I do I kind of like overthink shit, I mean as as we all do, kind of overthink shit, and then I would like read deeply into it and blah blah blah, and then I see him being okay. like this, that, and the other, it was like, okay, cool, well, sweet, now I'm going to do this mm. because he's given me the chance to do it, and if yeah. I then don't literally it was like. Same as kind of like when you go bungee jumping, right? And he counts from five, four, three, two, one. If you are still stood up the top, you probably ain't jumping, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he, yeah. he did the count for me. He went five, four, three, two, one. And, you know, that first Monday I was like, right, you know, if i now don 't do anything, not only have I fucked myself over, but I've fucked over this dude who 's mm. sorted... like he 's been an absolute ledge yeah he 's helped me get to this point where it 's like sweet you're you need to do this yeah if i didn 't then do it i 'd be disrespecting him along with myself, yeah, and then kind of from that point onwards it 's been it 's been those small decisions do you know what i mean it 's yeah. been the um the early mornings, the ice baths and things like that, like the, the non-negotiables with yourself, yeah. where it's like, if you just stack those non-negotiables on a regular basis, over, the, over weeks, months, years, they fucking pay off. you just yeah. gotta, you just got to do, right? And that's the whole thing with like the videos, my videos on the Instagram, they're not fucking great, don't get me wrong, but like, I'm doing them at least, you know what I mean? Mm. And again, if in this world of sort of instant gratification and when shit gets tough, People just give up. Mm. If you just don't give up, you're already outworking everyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just keep doing. Yeah. I think there's a level at which, especially with my like sort of videos and stuff, is that I haven't, you know, haven't been, like, analysing them and figuring out what people like to see and then sort of leaning more into that and stuff. I've kind of just fallen back on my haunches of sort of, like, just do... And just keep doing because eventually it will pay off. But then what's the definition of insanity is just to keep doing the same thing, expecting different results, isn't yeah. it? So um, you've got to sort of have a little look at both of those. And, and Yeah, well,
0: there's, there's got to be a fine balance because it, with the instant gratification thing, you can fall into the into the trap of being like, well, I'll just follow suit as to what everybody else mm. is doing. And you go away from doing the things that you like talking about, you like informing people on and things yes. like that. And so before you know it, you've actually fallen into the trap yeah. that you were trying to fall, like stay away from. Yeah. Whereas if you keep grinding at the stuff that mm. is
1: still... Of value to of me. Of
0: value, exactly yeah. right. And yeah. it's still of what value to other in. people. Yeah. When that does catch fire and it will and it might not be today tomorrow stick to
1: your authenticity but at least
0: when it does exactly the 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 happiness and the gratification for yourself will Mm. be of the highest caliber yeah because you've actually you've started to get the momentum from what it is that you wanted at the beginning yeah
1: and I think what's a big thing for me, and I can't, I can't remember your original question, so I apologise because I've tangented. Yeah, that's fine. Tangents <laughs> are good. I can't even remember what my original what question
0: was. was either. And if you're listening to this, and you can remember, <laughs> yeah. you're a fucking nerd. Yeah. No. <laughs> um,
1: I think a big thing for me into getting to the point um, of now is that, I guess it doesn't. I don't really care if it's shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean what I'm doing isn't? I'm not. I'm not at the moment trying to be the best I'm just trying to do you know what I mean and it'll be the same with my podcast episodes okay they're not gonna be great but it's gonna be something and again this is your why right if you can just if I'm happy enough just fucking ticking a box for the day and I'm moving a needle of some sort in a direction to potentially benefit from that for myself later down the line I think that's that's something to be proud
0: of well absolutely and that's what and it all comes together. Like, I think that, that that attitude there is the glue that holds it all together when you're looking at, you know, either taking the leap into a new job role, mm. whether it's, you know, like you've been feeling like you've become a bit of a sack of shit lately with your own health and mm. well being, whether mm. that mentally or physically. Mm. And everybody will find an excuse to never start because they go, well, I'm not going to be the best at it. I'm not going to ever be a gives professional a athlete. Exactly right, man. You know, like, Who gives and, a fuck? And obviously your um, area of expertise that you're working in now within the health and fitness world, you see that a lot and people's health and fitness has a lot to do with their mental health mm-hmm. but it also and their self-image mm-hmm. of themselves along with that,
1: the constant comparison of the self-image that they see on fucking absolutely. instagram every single day yep. which ain't real by the way
0: mm, absolutely yeah that's right and so you you take all of those things that you've learned over your whole life and now being able to implement that into people's lives mm. because As a PT, I used to be a PT in Mm -hmm. one of my many walks of life that I have taken. (laughs) Um, One of the things that you become is far more than just that person that's helping them with, you know, doing a bench press movement Mm. properly. You become almost like a counsellor to them. Legit. And so you can now become the person that stands there and tells them one more rep, not just in this exercise, but in fucking life. Mm. So get up tomorrow and do it again. Go again and again, even on the days when you're you're stiff and sore. Those are the most both important physically, days. Physically. Exact fucking oath they're the most, the most important, important days. It,
1: it it is and it is transferable and it sounds cliche, but it's transferable. Mm. Like if you're sitting there and you you know, you know you've got four reps left in the tank, but you only do two more. What are you then gonna do when it gets a little bit difficult? Your day gets a bit tough. Yep. Somebody somebody isn't polite to you or, you know, someone's rude. Mm-hmm that's going to ruin your whole day yeah. which then has a knock-on effect with everything else after that you know yeah. what i mean which then i don't know could happen can you bring that home to your relationship or your family that that all of these things fucking add up it's the same right you can add up shit things and you can stack some shit things or you can stack some mint things right you get that decision on a daily basis mm. starts with your morning mindset right you can come you can wake up and be like today's gonna suck yeah well then today's gonna fucking suck yeah and i'm not saying you know i'm not and to to quote Hormozy, like you don't you don't have to stand in the mirror and fucking like shout affirmations at yourself and shit but like i'll be honest if i read something like i try and consume as much positivity as possible yep and if i read something that resonates with me at the time and is positive it gives me a little boost yeah and if i stand there and i say listen like today is gonna be a good day. And the way that you perceive everything the world fucking happens in your head yeah right if your head's a shit place to be the world's going to be
0: shit If your head's a good place to be the world's going to be good doesn't matter where you are what you're doing bloody oath man i was listening to this um i can't remember who said it um and i hopefully i don't misquote them but the the general consensus of what it was was If you have a lemon or an orange and you squeeze it as hard as you can, what Mm -hmm. comes out of it? Every single time, if it's a lemon, lemon juice. Mm -hmm. If it's an orange, orange juice. Mm. And if you get squeezed by life, what's going to come out of you is what you're full of. And if Mm. you're full of negativity and you're full of being a fucking asshole, then that's what comes out. It's not based off what's squeezing you. Whether it's the person in the line of Coles or Woolies that's being a dick because they forgot their trolley, then that's not what is going to come out of you. What's going to come out is is what you've allowed to manifest inside of you, yeah. and if you have done the work, mm. and you have, and that I'm meaning like not just the physical, the mental side mm. of it, and consuming that positive stuff, even mm. if it's just one book, one quote, yeah. one yeah. podcast, yeah. this one, um, <laughs> this one. <laughs> but if it, whatever it is that you've allowed into your mind, body, and soul, that yeah. is what's going to come out For when sure. the, when the shit gets hard. Yeah. And people miss that. And that's, that's another...
1: When you say the shit gets hard, like, that's something I was... Especially in sales as well, like, mm. the cold calls and stuff, like you were saying before, like... And I made this kind of... Uh, I wrote it down to myself, like... Is another one of these things? Because I consumed it and I saw it and I was like, oh, shit, anyone can be good when shit's going good. Mm-hmm. That's such an important thing, I think. Um, something that's kind of resonated with me recently is that, like, anything can be good when it's good. Mm. I think the real character and the real you comes out when shit is fucking hard. Like, mm. what do you do when you're down yeah. and how the fuck do you get out of that? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it's something that is missed by so many people mm. and it's, there is a an array of different reasons as to why laziness is one yep. and not just on the physical front, the mental front yep. too. People just being like, fuck it, who cares, it's too hard. I think it's, it's a, like, it's a daily battle. Mm.
1: Like, you don't, like, this is, every day is tough. Like, mm. you you still got to fucking do it. you still got to work it. Mm-hmm. And that was your question, original question, actually. What things am I still struggling with as a, at the moment, do you yeah. know what I mean? With, like, all the shit that's sort of come up. But, like, you got to work it. Like, it's not just, it, you're never just going to be happy. Mm. No, it's something that, you need to work at being happy. You know yeah. what I mean? You've got to work at building what you want to work at. And mm. you will, like you said, what are the, the obstacles that you continue to face? Because it's not like, ah, oh, sweet, now I've got this to work for. It's like, piece of piss. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, you've got your new trials and tribulations. You've got your new problems that come with the new business that you're trying to set up. Or, mm. you know, or your leads dry up. Or, you know, some people are on holiday for the week. So it's like, shit, how do I, you know, how do I navigate the fact that one week I've got... 15 clients and the next week I've got four it's like you know what I mean Mm. and then you've got new things that it's like sweet well you know now I'm spending all my time doing this or like I'm always at work because now new role at work or whatever and I've got to focus on that so then this takes a hit and um ultimately if you're trying to juggle loads of plates I think you'll find it tough to really fucking get good at one thing. Yeah. If you're doing six or seven different things, the possibility of getting one of them phenomenal is tough, unless you're, yeah. you know what I mean? If you're juggling too many plates, that one, there's going to be something that takes a hit, or you can't put all of your energy or focus into that one thing that you well, need to.
0: Well, what is it? Is it... Uh It's about 10,000 hours that Mm. they say that before you become Mm. perfect, air quotes, um, at a particular skill. So if you are to bounce off what you were saying, if you're trying to juggle 10 things at Mm. the same time and you know what? Sometimes you can't get around it. Sometimes life throws you those 10 plates and it's like, fucking, 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 you can be a clown with those big poles and spin (laughs) these bad boys and And I'm going to watch. Yeah, But, if you are choosing to, because you can't differentiate between what you want to do and whatever, mm. focus on something or one, two, maybe three things yeah. that you are going to say, I can put mm. 10,000 hours mm. into each of these to be able to perfect my craft. Yeah. And ultimately, the first craft that people should perfect and master is their own coping mechanisms, for one, mm. their own mental state. Mm. And what are the things that squeeze me?
1: Yeah.
0: And what's going to come out? Yeah. And if people can get those things right, Mm. then they will see the benefits in everything else that they do. Yeah. If the work doesn't come from internal, how the fuck are you going to put anything good into the external things? Exactly. Exactly. It's wild to think that people don't do that. Yeah. And you know what? I'm fucking guilty of it. I'm not putting the work into myself. Yeah. And to take what we were saying before about um you know using those situations and circumstances that we've been through in life mm. into future ones there's a very fine line between using those to be able to go okay well this is how i dealt with it last time mm. and sometimes that way might not have been very good yeah and i've been guilty of that of
1: that's a good point. Like
0: taking That's some, a, so a way that I have reacted to somebody doing something to me. Yeah. And I go, okay, well, I'm going to learn because people, I can't trust people. Mm. And so then when somebody comes along and they're acting completely different to that, I go, something's wrong here. Protection, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, the walls yeah. go yeah. up and yeah. things like that. Especially, well, I find that in like relationship mm. stuff.
1: I feel like, what do they say, like the way that you react to somebody else's behavior is a reflection of yourself. Mm. Because if you get pissed off about someone doing something, maybe you do that as well. And it's Mm. something that you don't necessarily like about yourself. Yeah,
0: that is true. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And, And that's one of those things that like, the best thing about these conversations is that, I've got no fucking idea what I'm talking about. Do you know what, <laughs> what I mean? But that, but that at the ties same in time, with, the,
1: with the just do. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter. Like yeah. we're, not, we're not fucking pros at this shit. Exactly. But as I said, my podcast is going to be bang average. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. But, I don't know what I'm doing 90% of the time, mm-hmm. but I'm just putting a foot in front of the other foot and I'm just trying to do it. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And eventually,
0: like hopefully, I then start to figure it out slowly. Yeah. And if you're constantly putting the work in and you have a... Even if it's just like a pencil mark line around that that target, that goal that you're trying to... Mm. You haven't got it quite penned in yet. Mm. You haven't tattooed it into your fucking life. Yeah. But you're like, okay, this is what I want to go for. Yeah. And then be okay with the twists and turns that it takes you on. Yeah. But to constantly put that one foot in front of the other is a necessity. You have to. Yeah. And Um, I think
1: that's the thing, isn't it? You can have like a major goal, which mm. is excellent. That's great. Cause that's your why that's what you're working towards. Mm. But the, the day in day out tasks, those yeah. are what are going to get you to that point. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's all good and well having that big one. That's the big thing. But then figure out how to sort of like break it down a little bit, because a lot of people will see a massive goal and it'll be overwhelming. Mm. So it's like, Oh, sweet. Well, I'm just actually not gonna, so if someone comes down and sits down with me and they say, I want to lose 40 kilos in eight weeks, yeah, I'm going love it mate like I'm all down for that that's fucking sick but maybe let's just let's just reshuffle this for a sec like that's a short period of time and that's a lot of weight to lose Mm. so like I love your ambition and your drive that's wicked but maybe let's try 10 yeah, for now. Smaller, you know more I mean, that's, attainable goals exactly, to exactly. keep
0: the fire burning. Like if you to, let's use fire as a fucking example. If you start a fire and immediately, as soon as it's lit, chuck a fucking log on it, that <laughs> motherfucker will go <laughs> out. 100%. But if you continuously keep adding mm. the kindling to it yeah. to burn that fire, get yeah. it bigger bit and bigger. Eventually, when the big log of life gets thrown on top of you, and yeah. I'm not talking about shit. When that gets thrown on top of you, you're able to handle it and you can burn your way through it, you know.
1: Well, you can also lean on the, you know, like that discipline as well. You can lean on your daily habits. Mm. Like, I know, you know, it's the non negotiables as well, right? You wake up, I'm going to get up at four tomorrow. Get up at four. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't snooze your alarm because then you've lost the battle already. That's, you're you're then disrespecting yourself by being Mm. like, sweet, well, yeah, cool. If you're going to do something, fucking do it. Mm. And then. The things in place. Put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And yeah, like that's exactly right. Have have the big goal to work towards, 100%. Then break it down and figure out how the fuck you're going to do it. Yeah. And keep the fire burning. Just and keep the fire burning. Or exactly that. Mm. Or, you know, have that goal and whatever. Doesn't matter. Don't don't necessarily... You don't maybe don't have to be super meticulous with it. Mm. But just keep doing. Yeah. At least you've got a direction and then just move mm. in that direction.
0: Yeah. And do you think that... With those goals, so many of them are, uh, you know, they can be business-related, financial-related, mm-hmm. and a lot of that comes with a lot of pressure and a mm-hmm. lot of stress. Yeah. Um, and then to come back to what you were saying earlier with um, finding that you were lacking a direction, mm-hmm. what would be your um, advice to your younger self mm. To be like, you're going to have your hardships Mm -hmm. and you're going to struggle both physically and mentally with this. Mm -hmm. What would be your advice to your younger self to be like, this is how you do it? It's a tough
1: one, isn't it? Because Mm -hmm. it's every single thing that's happened to you has happened to you to make you who you are now, right? Like that's, there's, the world will do and you will, be who you are because of that Mm. so I would never I would never change what happened I think the universe has done me favours that you can you'll forever be thankful for you fucking know if they were tough but Mm. like and you still and you live with those non-stop right but I think the fact that the world does those things, makes you who you are. So it's like I'd never, I'd never look back at and to my younger self and be like, no, don't do that, don't do that, don't mm. do that. I think yeah. what I would say is, keep doing what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Yes, you're in a tough spot, but like it's all gonna be like sweet in the not so distant future, right? Yeah. Um, and then obviously, hopefully, my future self from now will be, you know, saying the same fucking thing. Yeah. I think for for people that are sort of floating around and lost, the the one thing I did was. I lent on, um, I, I, I looked inside and, and thought, what's, what do I want mm. firstly? What's, where, where am I going? What, what's going to be, what, what do I want? Um, and then it was, how do I get there? And obviously I am fucking very far along, like very far away from where there is. But the way I see it is, what I want is to be time-free, location-free, financially free would be good but like if i can work from anywhere for myself at any time Mm -hmm. i can get on a plane tomorrow and go to spain for as long as i want that'd be cool to me yeah so if i can if i have enough if my business is funding that then that would technically count to me as financial freedom i don't necessarily need millions obviously we'll see what happens and hopefully one day we'll get there but it's not a uh it's, it's, not it's, not the, not it's not a necessity not exactly yeah, yeah exactly sure. um so being able to work from anywhere at any time is mm-hmm. important to me um so for me i then looked inside myself and was like all right well what do i love and you know the one thing that i did have when i had nothing was fitness that was like the, the that was it mm-hmm. like that was my everything do you know what i mean um and it always always been there like with the sport and stuff like that. It's always been something that I've always wanted to like really get into. Mm. So I figured find something you're passionate about mm. and then, you know, that was that was fitness. And then try and sort of marry that with, right, well, what does that mean for, you know, being able to work from anywhere? Mm. And at the time, it was it's online fitness, co- fitness coaching. For yeah. me, that was what that, that was. Mm. So I thought, well, fuck it, let's just send that. Mm. Um, so that has now given me that direction. Once you kind of, once you start on that direction, you then realise that that's not necessarily the way it's all going to go. Yeah. Um, because now you know you get the whole like the whole. Now I'm a personal trainer as well, which I think is important. I think you need to earn the right to go online because mm-hmm. um, you learn a lot from. I've learned a lot from just training with people and then new clients, and because it's all going well. Me and you going to the gym together, right? Yeah. But we're you know I guess a similar demographic, so. Mm. I can pick up loads of cool shit from you and I can pick up loads of cool shit from anyone else that I train with. But then training older clients, you know, female clients, I haven't really trained with many chicks before. So yeah. female clients and, um, you know, larger clients, smaller clients, mm-hmm. um, different levels of fitness, strength, this, that and the other. Um, you learn a lot about Mm. movement patterns and how people actually move and work and what people can and can't do because there's a lot out there that Mm. um, you know you take a chair out of the way and no one knows what a squat is so um, I think obviously that the whole PT thing kind of accidentally happened I I went to a friend for some sort of advice and I ended up in that world Um, now obviously um, you know going to sort of business seminars and shit like that and we've having a chat and finding the podcast and things like that. Just you find different angles to then propel everything else. Yep. You basically try and find like, I'm hoping that the podcast will help the online fitness, fitness coaching, but yep. also the podcast might take over. Mm. You know what I mean? The t-shirts, the t-shirts, might people might be like, actually, I want those. So then mm. that might be something else's. Yep. I think the important thing is to find something that you love mm-hmm. because, um, everything is going to suck at some point. But if you like it, you embrace the suck. You embrace the suck and the suck mm. is just a little bit less sucky. Yeah. Um, or the suck still sucks, but you're well willing to sit through it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I'm up at four, you know, you can still be sat at your laptop at nine, 10 at night and you're just like, oh, I've got to do these programs for these people, blah, blah, blah. But it's, mm-hmm. all, it's all good. You know what I mean? You're calling clients at 4am because they're in England so but you don't mind because yeah. you're talking about shit you love talking about exactly. you know what i mean like this here like we're not get paid for this mm-hmm. hopefully one day we will but like we're sitting here doing it for free anyway yeah so if you can find something that you enjoy doing you're way more likely to stick to it when it gets difficult yep. because it will get difficult like you said this whole pt thing weekly is tough you struggle with imposter syndrome you struggle with clients you struggle with so much shit you don't even know whether your knowledge is good when it mm. obviously you know what i mean all i do is read about fitness shit yep. and i'm still you know you still doubt yourself um, so it's i think find something that y- that you really really love because then you'll you're you're more likely to stick to it and as mozli says if you can do something for an extended period of time it will all be fine mm. because as long as you can do it especially if you're willing to do it for free yeah you're definitely going to love doing it when you start getting paid for it mm. right absolutely um, so I think that's probably the key mm. I think look in look inside yourself and and see what it is that you enjoy mm.
0: and so and when and lean into it and when you're when you're trying to find yeah what it tough. is yeah that you that you love because I know for me like I have I've bounced between many different uh employment opportunities and you know made it to you know, kind of like not high positions but to a point where people respected me within the job role because mm-hmm. I was good at it mm-hmm. and I was able to put my expertise in whatever it might have been mm-hmm. and be able to stand by what I said. But then after a little while it dwindles and you're just like, oh, I thought this is what I yeah. loved and I thought that this is what I yeah. wanted to do and I was happy to do, do yeah. it for free. And then you get stuck in your head again, and you just well, like, well, then a well, job becomes a
1: job, then, doesn't it? Yeah, you yeah, know. And yeah.
0: I think that that's why, ultimately, what and you see it all the time, especially with um, very successful like entrepreneurs and things like that. Like, what do they surround themselves with? Other successful entrepreneurs, 100%. not necessarily in their field, and not necessarily in to the same calibre yeah. of. Um, uh, take a pause here so they can figure out what the fuck I'm going to say. <laughs> um, not necessarily to the same calibre of either experience mm-hmm. or success yeah but they surround themselves with like minded people I think mindset plays the
1: biggest like mindset is enormous yeah and what do they say they say you know, hang, you know if you hang around five smokers you'll be the sixth yeah you hang around five fit people you'll be the sixth yeah Surround yourself with people that are getting after it. Mm -hmm. You know, they want bigger, better things on a daily basis, on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Surround yourself with those people and especially sort of distance yourself from negative people and people that will put you down, like if you come up with an idea or something, do you know what I mean? We'll be like, well, that's just dumb. Mm. Yeah. Because then you're just, they're squishing because any everything starts as an idea, right? Yeah. And if you was to sit you know, when I said to you, oh, I'm going to do a podcast, if you were like, I don't know about that, mate. Mm. There's loads of podcasts out there. Mm. But you don't say that. You go, fucking, me too. Yeah. And how do we make it good? Yeah. Slash, who cares? Let's just do it. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yes, the pe- I think that is absolutely enormous i think the people that you surround yourself with and again it's like right at the start when you were saying it doesn't matter sort of where you are if you if you're around people that you love yep everything's fucking sweet yep absolutely and
0: you're only you're only as good as the people that you surround yourself mm. with too um and it comes into what you said with the you know if there's fire smokers around you'll be the sixth then if you surround yourself with people who are not necessarily not go-getters because people can still work hard and yes. still be a negative piece of shit, <laughs> yes, you know, yes, like yes, and uh, I have been that person. Yeah. I have been that person that is, you know, like still a go-getter but mm. still is in my own head Yeah. Um, and that's and that, when.
1: Energy runs off as well, right? Yeah. Like that's the tough thing as well. And like. if you
0: push yourself into, like when I was struggling with my own battles and things like that, one of the things that you don't want to do is be around people that you don't want to be the leech of the mm. energy. You don't because you have for that sure. feeling of being like, you know, well, I don't feel like this today because they're in the mood for a really fun, happy time yeah. and I feel like sitting down and doing nothing. Mm. And those days are okay to have. Absolutely. But don't get yourself so stuck in that trap where the people that are that positive reinforcement to you you start to look at them with those eyes of like stay the fuck away yeah. from me it's like whenever you see like you know those and i'm gonna say weird people but it's not weird <laughs> the people that are always happy mm. about everything mm. and it's so sad to think that people look at them and go what the fuck are you so happy about yeah, yeah. but they're just the people that are just like you got to embrace everything yeah. and i wish that i could be more like that again it's it's a it's a mindset thing isn't it and don't get me wrong like
1: I'm not always like that but I think the first thing is sort of catching yourself when you're not like that and being like okay I was reading a book from um Naval Ravikant it's like uh Cody sent me actually it's the best book I've ever read and um it's the small things like if you wake up in the morning and you go for a walk and you just take a look at a tree and you're like Fucking hell, how sick is that? Mm. Like, how cool is that? Mm. That's like there's windy branches, there's mad leaves, and shit. Like, something as small as that can change the way that you then view everything else. Mm-hmm. Someone pulls out of you in traffic, you can either be like, fuck, what a dickhead. Mm. But, like, what's that going to change? That's mm. going to change nothing. You're just pissed
0: off. You're in the car by yourself. Tell you what, it makes me feel good for a brief moment. <laughs> 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 no, fuck I, you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I completely agree with you or bro.
1: you can be like oh well that happened mm. fuck it yeah you know what i mean yeah. so it's like it's one of those yeah it's 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 tough isn't it but there are i it is those people those people that are fucking super happy all the time i do you're like fair play that yeah. is sick mate Good like do you, you ever get sad like yeah. ever like What's in your coffee because yeah. i'll have two thanks th- all of it, yeah. yeah. But on you, yeah. like that's mm. me. And yeah, and that's also important is when you find those people, fucking keep them around and mm. tell them, tell yeah. them that. Say, listen, mate, like you actually, you are one of these people that brightens up my day. Yeah. Like your energy is electric and it fucking rubs off on of me and I love it.
0: And you know what's, what's a really cool part of that is that that person that you say that to mm. might be having one of those days mm. where they themselves are just like, fuck, mm. like... I'm really getting defeated Mm. by everything that's going around you. And um, like I know that like yourself to me through um, everything that I have been battling through for the last, you know, better part of a year and having guys like you and Joshy and uh, shout-out to um, Forbesy. You, Forbesy. You know, like having fellas like you around is what keeps you on that path of, what can I get after mm. now? Because you are a go-getter and you are somebody that I respect highly within, you know, like not letting the world and situations and things that are, you know, you're in another fucking country, you know, you're out grinding a lot of people, not because you... Have to, but because you want to, because it's what gives you purpose and drive in life, and then
1: and when you see you no know, results as well, that's the yeah. tough thing as well you know? to keep doing that. Yeah. And
0: we've sat down and have many conversations about. Uh, I remember when you were first starting your like your videos and things, and you actually you hadn't started them, and mm. you were talking about it, and we were sitting there and like you just got to do it, man. Mm. When I was sitting and I was starting this podcast, mm. and I had recorded my voice and. Sounds I was listening weird. To, <laughs> listening to it back a hundred times. Yeah. And I was like, do I really sound like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. You know, and then are people even going to want to listen to this? Mm. Are people going to care about the the things that I've been through, the mm-hmm. things that you've been through? Are they going to want to listen to another podcast? Yeah. And then you hit submit yeah. or send or whatever the fuck it is. And you sit there and you go, I feel like I achieved something yeah, then. You 100%. Know, like, so. You just got to keep on getting after it, eh? One hundred percent. So, what are like? Obviously, we've talked a lot about your like your business prospects of what you're going to do uh, next. And so, what can if people want to reach out to you, how can people do that so that they can get get involved in the Optimum Collective and you know be involved in being around you because you are a um, somebody that ignites fires you know so i appreciate that bro mate, you're that very welcome
1: it means a lot uh those are very very kind words actually you're very welcome warmed my heart um it's funny because it, you know when i was just saying like you should tell people that <laughs> and you told me and i'm like oh don't say that <laughs> oh yeah. um how could people get um and we'll circle back to that as well because um but how can people get, uh, probably the easiest way is probably Instagram, I would imagine, at the Optimum, optimum Collective. Um, as I said before, and I've repeated, and it's scary because when you say shit and you haven't done it yet, it's like, fuck, you released that cheap dopamine and then yeah. like, it feels like you've done it, but you haven't. Yeah. Um, but the podcast will go up. So, but then I'll, I'll link tree that as well to the actual awesome. fucking, um, Insta. So Insta is the best place at yeah. the Optimum Collective. Yeah.
0: yeah. So good, bro. So good, well we've been going for almost an hour and a half. Yeah, how good is that, <laughs> bro? That is mad. Time flies. That is mad when you were having a good time. Yeah. So um, thank you, my man. Thanks thank for you. coming down, eh? Thanks this has for been me. I love this. It's been sick. So it's good. been
1: sick just to because we sit in these situations on a regular basis, yes, right? We do. We've had, we had it not last weekend the weekend before just yeah. like over and over again Yeah. so it's cool to and I don't know if we would have maybe covered the same obviously there's some stuff we missed mm. out um, I don't know if it's quite as raw as it maybe was which was kind of what I was hoping for mm. um, but perhaps we can circle back to that further down the line yeah. um, as I was going to say I don't know if any of you listening have listened to any of the other ones but I actually listened to Paz's second episode the one with Luke yep um Go and check that out because it is actually sick. And I think it goes without saying that you sound... I was pleasantly surprised when I was when I was listening to it and everything just sounds real good, sounds no, real thanks, professional. Man. I appreciate that. Your questions are good, your direction is good, so that's mad. And you... Because um, I said to you a few weeks back, I can't remember when it was, must have been when we were at Sushi or whatever, whenever that was, and I was like, I think I might start a podcast. And then I did the classic thing where I just fucking sit on my... Well, I've got just other shit to do, but um, I was like, fuck. And then you messaged me being like, I've done this thing. I want you to come down and do it. And I was like, yes, bruv, that is mad. And then instantly was like, fuck, I was going to do that too. So now I'm fucking... So you've now lit the
0: fire in me to go and do the same fucking thing. Well, I'm glad, bro. And, you know, like just keep on on getting after it. Yeah. So thank you, brother. I appreciate you coming in. I really do. Mate, it's... uh, it's been sick I've really really enjoyed it and I look forward to uh,
1: the episode where you jump on with me
0: so one more for everybody where can they find you on uh, Instagram what
1: Instagram at the optimum collective um, okay. or at Jackie B1 but Beautiful. the optimum collective will be better
0: and uh, you can get everything PT programs personal training sessions get Gucci gang uh, t-shirts I've Tees. got one on get yourself one Jack Breslin thank you very much my bro my man I appreciate okay. you that's it for another episode of Thriving in Chaos. Thank you again for joining me here. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that follow button on Spotify so that you can continue to keep on getting all of the episodes that we've got coming up. Anyway, that's enough from me. Until next time, I'll see you later.